What's better? The traditional, the Roth, self-directed, not self-directed. What is best for you? We ask the great one, attorney Tim Barry, to help us dig into this and understand it at a deeper level. I'm Brian Ellis. Let's take a look. It's time. He's here. Now, broadcasting from SDI Central Command, in the depths of his hidden compound, located far from the rot of Wall Street and Washington, we've again established contact with our leader, Brian Ellis. Welcome back to Self-Directed Investor Talk, my friend. That was some extraordinary information from the lovely and talented Carol Ellis, our news editor and uh, my co-founder of selfdirected.org. This is our labor of love, our pet project, what we do every single day because we love it and we love helping you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Carol, for that great information. My friends, now we're going to dig into this question of traditional versus Roth IRAs and traditional versus Roth taxation because at feedback at selfdirected.org, which is our uh, email address for questions, we get so many questions about this very thing. Uh, It's clear that people just don't understand the distinction between self-directed IRAs that are traditional versus Roth and and how the whole self-directed thing changes the equation. So we're going to dig into that now with Mr. Tim Berry. So let's start like this. It is 1974, and the U.S. Congress has just passed ERISA, the law that creates this thing that we all know and love called the IRA. Of course, this thing that we know as the Roth IRA didn't happen until much later, in 1997. Back in 74, when IRAs were created, there was one and only one type of IRA. That was the IRA. They didn't call it the traditional. They didn't call it anything. It was the IRA because there were no other options. Then in 97, this thing called the Roth came along. And ever since, everybody's been confused about which one they ought to choose and which one is best for them. So, Tim Berry, can you give us a basic idea of what is fundamentally different about Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs? Yeah, sure, Brian. It's uh, really simple. What's fundamentally different is with a traditional IRA, you get a tax deduction putting the money into the plan, but then whenever you take the money out, you have to pay taxes on it. So basically, the government is banking on how good of an investor you are. With a Roth IRA, you don't get the tax deduction for the money going in, but here's the cool thing. Whenever you take the money out, it comes out completely and totally tax-free. So the age-old way to look at it is, do you want to pay taxes on the crop or do you want to pay taxes on the seed? So that's the big difference between the Roth and the traditional. Traditional, you pay taxes whenever you pull the money out. So if you do a great job, you're going to pay more in taxes. Whereas with the Roth, (laughs) no taxes whenever the money comes out. So if you do a great job, no taxes. Got it. So fundamentally, the question is whether you want to pay now or pay later. Is that right? That's it. Okay. So let's break it down a little bit more then, if we can, Tim. When a person has money to put into an IRA, let's say they're putting in $5,000 into a traditional IRA. Tell me how that affects the person who, let's use simple round numbers, the the person making $100,000 a year. About what does that mean for that person in terms of tax savings for that year? 
you know, let's say they're in a roughly uh, 20% state and federal uh, tax bracket. They put in a $5,000 uh, contribution to the traditional IRA. That means they get a $5,000 income tax deduction. $5,000 times 20%, they just saved $1,000 in taxes. So they saved $1,000 in taxes. That same $5,000 put into a Roth IRA. It doesn't affect their taxes at all this year. They, they don't pay more. They don't pay less. Is that correct? That is correct. So for that person on the front end, they are saving $1,000 on the front end by using a traditional versus a Roth. So let, let's follow that through then. Let's imagine that $5,000 is enough to make uh, the sort of investments that that person wants to make. And so they invest their $5,000 and it grows into 20000 Then they do another deal and it grows into 50000 Then it grows into 100000 and ultimately it becomes somehow $200,000. And this is 40 years later and this person is ready for retirement. How does the picture look in that scenario? That person has... Uh, a, a traditional IRA. Let's let it look at it like that. They they uh, started with five grand. Now they've got two hundred grand, and they have a traditional IRA. What does their tax picture look like forty years from now, whenever they start their retirement withdrawals? Well, whenever they start their retirement withdrawals forty years from now with a traditional, as they take that money out, they're going to pay taxes on it. So let's say they wanted to buy a shiny red Ferrari. Not sure you could get a Ferrari in forty years for two hundred, but let's just say you could. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see, uh, 200,000 times, let's just say a 30% rough tax bracket. They're going to be looking at paying $60,000 on a lump sum distribution in that example. $60,000 on a lump sum distribution. All right. So the person who did the exact same thing with the Roth IRA 40 years later, that's what we're going to find out how it looks different when we come back. We'll be right back. Send your questions and comments to feedback at sditalk.com. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice because it's not that. And you know it. This show is the property of SDIP Trust. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. 